Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. In each episode, you'll learn strategies to help you increase your online visibility. We'll teach you how you can convert your website visitors into new patients and get more calls from your website. If you've ever wondered why you don't show up in local search results, whether or not you should get involved with social media, how your competitors have so many reviews, if Google Ads are worth it or anything else related to online marketing, then you've come to the right place. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 52 of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. And today, we're going to discuss some SEO problems that I see that dentists have on a very regular basis. So it's kind of a reoccurring theme. And this episode is called, Do You Have an SEO Problem? Probably so. But first, before we get into that, we're going to start with some motivation. If this is your first time listening, format for our show is typically we'll start off with some motivation. We'll then get into the topic of the podcast and go into some of the finer details. We'll have a summary and then we'll go ahead and we'll close it out. So the motivational quote today is, in order to succeed, we must first believe that we can. Okay. Yeah. You know, pretty obvious, isn't it? It's something I I was having a discussion with my boys the other day. I have a, a boy that's just turned seven, Rocky, and then a boy that is nine and a half at Cy. And we were at a eight and under baseball tournament here in Riverton, Utah. I went there because they both play baseball. And of course, they have goals in their mind and ideas of what they want to be able to do. And I wanted them to see the level of talent at those tournaments. And I wanted them to be able to picture themselves in their mind at that tournament, you know, next year or in future years. So I wanted wanted them to be able to believe, you know, that they can do this, you know, and we go out and we practice on a regular basis and we make sure that we get the work in and it's important that I'm able to help instill within them that belief that they can. And that's what I was trying to do when we took them to that tournament and, you know, they had a great time and, you know, they had a team that they wanted to win, even though, you know, they'd never seen the teams and they'd never heard of them before. But, you know, it's just important for us to know and then for us to instill within those that are our loved ones and those that we come in contact with that we can do it, you know. Doesn't matter what it is, we can do it. Doesn't matter, you know. If we want to get reach a goal or to do something, we can do it. You know, just set out a plan and make it happen. So I mentioned that the topic for today is: Do you have an SEO problem? Probably so. What do I mean by that? You know, nobody has perfect SEO, or nobody's site is optimized one hundred percent perfectly, and there's always room for improvement. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. There's always things that you could be doing to make it so that your website can be seen a little bit better by the search engines or make it so that your rankings can get better. doesn't matter if you have, you know, five page one rankings, 10 page one rankings, whatever it may be, there's always room for improvement. So, you know, how can we do that? How can we make sure that those problems that you have with your SEO are solved? So let's get right into it. Number one, violating Google guidelines. Now, this is usually inadvertent. If you are doing the SEO yourself, usually putting forth your best effort and doing what you think is the right thing to do. But, you know, sometimes there's things that somebody will do that 
you know, is what Google has said not to do. You know, maybe it is something that's what we'll call black hat or gray hat, maybe, you know, black hat means that it's against Google guidelines for sure. Gray hat means that it's, you know, kind of a gray area. But an example of something like this would be putting out a lot of blog posts, a lot of the same blog posts, and then publishing them everywhere. That isn't going to help you with your SEO. And if anything, it could potentially look like you're trying to game the system by getting more links and not creating any new content, you know, just creating duplicate content out there. And that's usually not a good practice. Another thing is, you know, stuffing keywords into your web pages or your blog posts so that you have, you know, all of your keywords in your blog posts as an example, or even on your service pages too. As an example, your service page for cosmetic dentistry, it may be that you put in some version of cosmetic dentist or cosmetic dentistry with your city 10 different times or whatever. And that ends up looking too much like you're trying to, you know, get one by on the search engines. So you want to make it as natural as possible. And there's a lot of different stuff that you can read that will help you get a good idea of what your keyword density should be and what it should look like. But, you know, what you always want to consider first is the experience of the user. So are you contributing and making it so that the user has a better experience? Or are you just trying to do something so that you can get better visibility in the search engine's eyes? So that's number one, violating Google guidelines. Number two, not creating content. You know, and how do you create content? It can be created in a lot of different ways. You can create blog posts. It's one of the most popular ones. You can create videos. That is an awesome, awesome one for healthcare professionals, in my opinion. One of the best ways that you can do it. You can create a podcast. You know, a lot of different ways. I, I have a blog post out there, eight ways that I create content, and you can too. You may want to read that, and that's at blogs.titanwebagency.com slash create content. That blog post, I go into to how I create content on a regular basis and what you can do to create content as well. But if you're not creating content, then it's hard for the search engines to see the value that you're providing. So you're going to want to make sure that you do. And for most people, I think that the best way to do that is by setting a blog on your website. If you use any CMS, such as WordPress or Joomla, it's very easy to get the blog set up. And then you can just go ahead and start writing. You probably would want to pick up a guy that I have called an introduction to business blogging, learn to use blogging for marketing success. And it's a free report. You could read it in just a couple sittings and it gives you a step-by-step instructions on what you'll need to do to start blogging and to get more exposure to your practice through a blog. So that was number two, creating content. Number three, not promoting the content that you do create. Now, what I mean here is, yeah, you need to create content, but usually people aren't just going to stumble upon your content. It's important that you promote that. And how do you promote it? Good question. You can promote it a lot of different ways. Social media accounts. You could guest blog on other websites. You could submit your blog to different social bookmarking websites. You can add a link in your email signature. And a really good way is to link your blog posts together and then to your service pages. That gets more visibility in the search engines and it helps you potentially show up higher. But, you know, reaching out to people that you think that your blog post may be of benefit to, 
So maybe you wrote an article that is really tied to the local community, but it's about, you know, dentistry and you want to get that out there. Maybe there's something on the ballot about fluoride in the water and you write a blog post about fluoride and whatever your beliefs are on it. Maybe you decide you're going to tweet that over to the local newspaper, the local news, and, you know, hopefully get them to pick up what you wrote and get some exposure for you. You can obviously go to the website of the um, newspaper, whoever you would like to get some type of relationship with, but you could also tweet to them too, message them on Facebook. Those would both be good ways to get some more exposure. Number four, your website structure stinks. What do I mean by this? You know, how could website structure play a role into that? Good question. If the search engines come to your website and they don't know where everything is located or where stuff isn't where it should be, then it can confuse them and they'll potentially leave without crawling your whole website or it just won't provide a good experience for them. And so in the end, you know, you won't rank as well as you should. So just a couple of things that you can do is you can create a sitemap. We talked about this in episode 51. You can make sure that you have a simple structure to all the URLs so that they're simple to understand. Example. So say your website is mycitydentist.com and you want all of your service pages perhaps to be under slash services. So mycitydentist.com slash services. And then slash cosmetic or maybe slash restorative or maybe slash preventative and then you would then go into the specific service that you're offering for each one of those categories so that tells that helps the search engines read it a little bit better and know what it's about as opposed to just putting mycitydentist.com slash teeth whitening you know and you can do that but you'd probably what i'd recommend is saving that url for a blog post and then putting all the service pages under slash services. And number five, not having a website optimized for mobile. This is important because earlier this year, Google came out with something saying that they highly recommend having a mobile site and it's going to play a factor in the search results for mobile searches. And so if you have a mobile version of your website, the chances of you showing up higher in the search results are definitely better than if you don't have one. And you can test to see how good your the search engines can read your website and see if, that it's a mobile site. And I'll leave a link in the show notes to that. But if your site isn't optimized for mobile, you are missing out on business because you are not showing up as well as you could in the search results. So let's summarize the five different things that we talked about indicating that you could have an SEO problem. Number one, you're violating Google guidelines. You probably don't know it. Number two, you don't create new content. Number three, if you do create content, you don't promote it. Number four, your website structure stinks. Number five, you aren't optimized for mobile. I also mentioned how you can get started blogging. And I want to give you the link that you can go to to get a free report that I'm offering helping you get started with your blogging. And that is simply info.titanwebagency.com slash blogging. And this will be in the show notes as well. And that will give you, you know, an idea of how to get started and what you need to do. Remember, I mentioned that 55% more visitors are out there for people that blog. So you can potentially get 55% more or even more than that visitors to your website if you're blogging on a regular basis. And you'll learn in this report, you'll learn how to generate 
content for a blog, how to promote it, how to measure your blog performance, some best practices and more. So go ahead and pick that up. I appreciate you listening and go ahead and pick up any of our show notes or ask us a question that you have at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com slash zero five two. Thank you. If you are thinking about redesigning your website, then I have the perfect guide for you. It's 10 SEO mistakes to avoid during your next website redesign. And you can pick that up at titanwebagency.com slash website tips. That's titanwebagency.com slash website tips. Be positive, be happy, and be proactive. Remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.